Nej, hvor, øh, mm-hmm. hvor var det fantastisk. Slettet. Drømme, drømmeland. Ja. <laughs> Nej, what? Uh, yeah. f- altså, nu, uh, fantastisk lydbillede. What a beautiful yeah. sound. Um, yeah, that was... Uh, thanks. <laughs> oh. This is the first time the song is played for for the world. This is a premiere. Exclusive. Exclusive Absolute, premiere. Uh, There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, wow, yeah. listen, the, the intro. Yeah, the intro is... I mean, I'm a big fan of of classical music and, and you know these and, and film music yeah. i'm a big cinema yeah geek and yeah. i you know i was sitting in my room with this piano uh with the midi stuff and i used this mellotron sounds and, and and i just i could see this norwegian mountain this is what inspired me the most for yeah. this record with these norwegian because i track a lot in norway yeah. and these glaciers you know and, and frozen lakes and uh-huh. stuff and i'm like i'm dreaming here uh-huh. and at the same time i mean i was living in you know endrop right by the what is it the Uruslu Mose, yeah. right this yeah, nat- yeah. nature area right kind of marshy uh, swamp land wow you know and then it was i think it was springtime when i was recording it and it was i mean i did some of the tracks in on the faroe islands yeah and then some stuff at home And there was all these blackbirds singing and, and and swans flying by the house and and it was a mix of of, of inspirations uh, yeah because i was about to say um taito co-produced the whole yeah. album here he did and and on that song he did some great stuff especially he plays the synths like yeah. i sent it to him um i went to Far- the fair islands twice for recording and then producing some stuff And for that album or for that song I didn't we did we didn't get together physically I sent it to him what I had recorded and produced already pre-produced yeah. and yeah. he added some great like he has this entire or mini studio in his attic with modular sense like you know and and and, and cassette like Tascam studio yeah. cassette recorders and and small synths and pedals and he just did some really great And stuff, listen, yeah. like Taito is a big deal in Denmark. He's he is. pretty established. He's a big, well-known name. He is, and and he, funny enough, he was one of the first guys I heard, like from Scandinavia or you know, the the Nordic countries, yeah. like even before I came to Denmark. Oh. Because I, when I lived in Florida and I started having that Danish pen pal, yeah. she sh- she started introducing me to to music and oh. and she showed me two musicians, uh, Tim Kressensen. Oh, she sent me the the what do you call it, the Honey Burst uh, oh, album. Yeah. I was like, wow, Beautiful. blown away. Yep. And and then she showed me uh, you know the Poetry in Airplanes by Titor, which oh. I remember I bought on the Amazon and it was like digipack and I was like, whoa. <laughs> I have this very clear memory of listening to it in my bedroom in Florida. Yeah. And my father coming in my, into my room and saying like, "Man, you have great taste." Because oh <laughs> we were listening to Taito and I was like, "Yeah, I'm sh- this guy's fucking great." And listen, so all these years after you meet up with Taito yeah, and yeah. he's uh you guys are working together. Life, you know, finds yeah. a way as they say. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Um yeah, we uh I was studying doing my my bachelor degree in uh, Nolborg and there was this called Steunu, like yeah. symposium week something with all the students and they invited like external musicians to to give workshops and and you know and then Titor was invited yeah and he came and I he had actually done it once before where I didn't get into the team like into the workshop because there were so many people who wanted to be part of it right? oh but then okay. the second time uh, in my last year 
uh, I think I, I got in and then he was like yeah so let's write some songs I mean it was me and 10 other people there was some some great people actually who yeah. released great stuff in Denmark since we're part of that team yeah and th I wrote this song called the the painter Opinto originally uh, which is in on the new album and uh, like I, I he just said like write a song choose a, a topic and I chose a musical topi topic I was like I'm gonna use some Japanese pentatonic scales and uh, play around with time odd time signatures you know and and then I wrote this little song which is very weird because it, it almost never repeats like there's no chorus it's just evolving you know and uh, I think I was influenced by uh, Jeff Buckley's uh, oh. last goodbye you know where he's like <laughs> yeah. you know, flying away like where is this it's guy going yeah. yeah and I wrote that song and I played it and Taito really liked it wow uh, back then and I could see that he, he enjoyed it and, and we, we stayed in touch like you know I, I had his email then so I kept writing him here and then and yeah. then you know when I because that song was nominated for uh, like uh, the, the jazz, the young composers of okay. Denmark, and I yeah. played it with the DR big band, I the painter. So I kept like, hey, Titus, that yeah, song yeah. I wrote in your <laughs> workshop, man. And then I released oh, the album. That's beautiful. And without that song, it didn't make it to uh -huh. the first album because uh, once I wrote it, I think the album had actually been recorded already. Okay. My debut album. So it stayed there, you know, in my little drawer, yeah. waiting for it. And yeah. we kept in touch. He would come here to Denmark and play, and we met up and stuff. And yeah, I mean, eventually, I think I wrote to him, "Hey, man, I want to record some new songs, and I want to find a studio in a beautiful place." Because the, my first album was recorded at a very nice studio, but in a very dark, gray area of Aarhus, yeah. where they had a slaughterhouse next to it and it was not very inspirational <laughs> in that no. sense right no. so i wanted to record somewhere beautiful yeah. and i wrote to him like is there a studio in, on the Faroe islands you could yeah. recommend me and then he wrote me back like yes there is or you could come to my place and record it in oh, my attic man. <laughs> and i was like okay brother let's do it <laughs> yeah hey so how beautiful is the fairy islands it's i've only it, seen pictures it's, and stories it's from incredible uh, yeah. and, and he has a house on a, a little village not too far from uh Torshaun, the the capital and yeah like on this kind of a you could say like a mountainside you know going down to the sea and and, yeah. and his attic has these incredible windows that you look straight to the sea and some islands like like pouring yeah. it's, it's epic you know lord of the rings sort yeah. of landscape yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and that was inspirational yeah. that was great and uh on the on the album and on that song i feature also some other people like the this german percussionist drummer now a long time partner in crime jan kadereit yeah. um, who also studied here in, in denmark and, uh -huh. and lives here and he actually came to the pharaohs with us and recorded all the percussion there yeah. and uh, that song also has a special guest which is this dutch guitarist tim penman uh -huh. um, who is like a classical guitarist but also plays tango and all kinds of anything anything yeah. you give him the guy is a very versatile incredible uh -huh. guitarist and he he came to my place a couple of summers ago before corona before i know yeah we had a good time we came to absalon and we danced actually oh like, yeah yeah we got <laughs> wasted on the dance floor and oh, and, cool. and and then we recorded his guitar in my place uh, wow and uh and title yeah it's uh 
it was pretty cool. I mean, it's uh, I'm very happy with the with the result. Yeah. yeah. Although, I mean, you can hear the universe is not entirely different from the first album. Like no. musically, is the kind of harmonically. Yeah. You know, I, 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 that's where I like to, you know, to stay, yeah. to move yeah. around. Um, but the arrangements, the soundscapes are a bit less jungly. You yeah. know, there's not birds, you know, uh, yeah. or, or or acoustic percussion sounds uh, as background, except for the tabla doing the rhythm. It's more synth-based. And I think I was very inspired by, uh, I think at the point when I started producing it I was listening I had I have these prog rock phases uh -huh. that come and go every year and at that point I was listening to a lot of this uh, it Italian band uh -huh. called uh, PFM Premiata Forneria Marconi oh, yeah. one of the greatest prog rock bands <laughs> and they had this intro with a mellotron I was like that sound uh -huh. that's what I want and and different kind of landscape and yeah you know, and then on Logic Pro, right, the recording pro, they have all these synths, and uh, I was like, oh, let's let's use that instead. Sort of a, yeah, just a different thing to try out. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and then in English, right? Uh, yeah, it is in English. That yeah. That's the main difference for me is, is this whole album, is this uh, all uh, sung in English? It is. Wow. Yeah. How come? How come not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my my decision was based on the fact that I've been living outside of Brazil for half of my life. Oh yeah, and uh, and I felt I had a teacher, a singing teacher, Marie Kuhne, when I was in Imgeko, like before the academy, I was you know studying music. Yeah, and uh, I remember I was showing her some of my early songs, actually one that was on my first album yeah. called Beira de Estrada. Uh huh. Uh, that I showed her the lyrics and translated it to her, and she said something like, "Oh, but these are fucking great! Like the the the, the you know the poetry in it is very nice, uh. and uh, it's a pity that people in Denmark and outside of Brazil won't understand it. You know, like one thing is if you were singing about the girl from Ipanema, uh -huh. which is also nice. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not saying anything here about it, but you know, it was not these super, you know." There, were, there was some nice content and some nice images that I that I constructed with the, the words and and, uh -huh. and she said it was a pity that people wouldn't understand it and that kind of stuck with me and I said like one day then I want people to understand me the yeah. people who are not Brazilian yeah yeah and that's why I think I I'm like okay let's try to do some poetry in English now uh -huh. and and I want the people who are who I live on a daily basis yeah, yeah. with to understand yeah. what what it is I like to sing about and and you know it's kind of a challenge to write lyrics in a different language exactly and try to write poetry and, and because these songs were all originally written in portuguese i already had an idea of how i liked the sound yeah. of each note to be and yeah. portuguese is very open yeah and english is a bit different and it was a it was a nice challenge to to work and try to find words that would let me open yeah. up my mouth as much yeah. as portuguese would yeah, do and yeah. but i mean no, in hindsight, you know there there are a couple of of words there here and there on the lyrics that I'm like, ah, eh, maybe that sounds weird in English, uh, you know. But but that's that's part of the fun of of trying yeah, it, new it, things. Yeah, it sounds know. like a of, of 
like a really really difficult challenge yeah yeah because uh, like what language do you do, do you I think dream? in <laughs> like what 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 song uh, or what language do you think in what language it's, do it's you a, dream it's in it's a mix like it's a I, I will dream in and think in in, in all the f- i speak four languages so I portuguese brazilian portuguese spanish danish and english and it's a real big mix of everything yeah. i think english though has been constant the most constant of all s- yeah since i moved out of brazil uh-huh. because especially here in denmark because in the beginning i didn't dare to speak danish uh-huh. and you know and i conversed in, in english and yeah and uh kind of s- and uh, with my ex-girlfriend I, l- i lived with this danish girl nadja hi nadja <laughs> 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 don't think she's listening <laughs> for almost 11 years and, wow. and we spoke mostly in english and, yeah. and you know so it was the but like when i'm working here at absalom you know i come home and i'm speaking in danish yeah. like and i have all these little you know sounds that i make like which are pretty danish like no okay yeah yeah that's or, or, very you know, or when i hit my my foot on the camera like <laughs> oh i have to say that <laughs> like that kind of stuff right that's super it comes. Danish. Yeah, yeah it's so it's it's a big mix I mean, yeah. um, and i thought it made sense but you know It was not an easy, an easy decision to to make it in English. There no. was a point. Maybe I still have the emails when I wrote to Title like maybe should we do this in Portuguese, man? Yeah. yeah. And I sent him a, a version of uh, one of the songs there with Portuguese lyrics, and he's like, "Oh man, it sounds great, but um, you know what you're doing is is something new. Like you're taking this Brazilian, you know, school of music, yeah. and then you're bringing it into an English, you know, singer songwriter universe, yeah. and yeah. and that's pretty unique. And you know, you should just stick with that. And and, and you know, there will always be people who won't like, you know, yeah. who I can already hear some some I don't know, criticism, being like, oh, you know. I like the because I actually even showed it to some close friends. You know the music. They're like, "Oh man, it's great!" But I love the Portuguese sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, tough. <laughs> oh. It's like, yeah. English has its own sound, yeah, and yeah. Danish has its own sound. Yeah. But one day maybe I'll write also some Danish. Oh yeah, that would lyrics. That would be fun. I don't know if I would dare to sing in Danish, but maybe. So when you think you were talking before about you being uninspired someplace in Imtrop, was it or Aarhus? Oh yeah, with a with there a was an slaughterhouse Aarhus, yeah. next to you. Yeah, man, that was a crazy story. Great buildings and uh, so so so. Uh, do you always do you always need to be inspired by your surroundings when when uh, creating the music before you even write it or before you even think it? My music, I think, is very visual. Yeah. I am very well. We're all very visual beings, right? Uh-huh. And, and I don't know. I, I think definitely when I'm writing, when I'm playing a chord, and I start doing some rhythms with my fingers, you know, my finger finger picking, and, uh-huh. and I'm I'm always simultaneously seeing a kind of landscape. Yeah, it's it's always connected. There is no way that I play a chord without seeing something yeah. with it, you know. Yeah. And you know, uh, like lately, you know, this corona time i've been you know much more at home yeah and i actually been completely immersed in the danish landscape right i've yeah. been going to do yeah right fucking i don't know how many times a week yeah. right for running and for photographing and then i've been like so every song that i've written in the last 12 months like you know has deer running through the woods or you know swamps wow. and, and lakes and and, wow. and and or swans i've this i had this unforgettable moment where 
where like three or four swans just flew by the window. Yeah. And I, it's so rare that we actually see a swan flying. Yeah. At least for me. And, and they were like these huge animals and you could hear like the wings flapping. And I was like, a little earthquake happening in my window and it was yeah. just swans. And I'm like, wow, this is a song right there. You know? Wow. Yeah, it's fucking beautiful. Just so the picture in itself is a song right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I have a new song that I already started recording for the new album called uh, Lua Moon. Mm-hmm. And that one is talking about, you know, the swans that are flying by my window. And, yeah. and, and So I think... What was the question? Was something with <laughs> I'm, I'm, I ramble a lot. No, now. just yeah. like uh, do your how you build your music is always with a thought about the the landscapes. Yeah, so so yeah, I, I think so. And I mean, when I went into the studio to record the first album, you know, so the songs are already written and, yeah. and arranged, and so that wasn't wasn't a problem. And the studio itself was beautiful, and we had this these sound engineers, you know, uh, Christopher Patterson, great guy. Yeah. And Aska, uh, I forgot his uh, his last name, <laughs> but he, he actually mixed the album and co-produced it with uh-huh. me. Uh, and they were super nice, but it was this very industrial area, and it was like late fall when we started recording. I think so. It was like getting dark and and the, you know always cloudy, and and the slaughterhouse thing was kind of a turnoff. You know, uh-huh. we had the percussionists come in and record one day. And one of them is this German guy, Julian uh, Kamba, who doesn't even live in Denmark anymore. He uh, he almost couldn't record because he when we was went into the studio, there was a truck unloading cows into the slaughterhouse. What? They're going in a line straight nice. to death, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and 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 this guy wasn't even a vegetarian. I mean, no. I wasn't a vegetarian no. even back then. And yeah. and he he was like. I don't know if I can record half. I, I am very deeply shaken by by by, oh by everything that's happening right oh now. Yeah, it was very uninspiring in that yeah, way, yeah, yeah. you know. And I was like, man, you gotta do it. I paid for this for this yeah. session, you know. You can't Jeez. go back and it's like, okay, I just need to have a coffee or something. You know? <laughs> or, you know, yeah, it's like I don't know if I can eat meat again, man. He was yeah, it yeah. was that kind of, of yeah, area. Yeah. But I mean, that's part of the story now. It's like, yeah. So when you hear the percussion sounds now in the Montagnes de Son, the first album. Yeah. Imagine that there were some cows. Oh my! The, you know the next All of door, that right? hop yeah. happening on the side. <laughs> on the side on and the you percussion. You guys trying to, uh, yeah, to yeah, concentrate and yeah. record. Um, yeah. yeah. And it really has like a wonderful, uh, like dreamy, um, very nature sound. So yeah, yeah. like <laughs> hear that story behind it. That's crazy. Yeah. It was yeah. It was super weird. <laughs> So I didn't I didn't want to risk that happening again and uh. I, and yeah I'm very I like I romanticize a lot like you know the way an album is made and stuff so that's why I was like okay look for a beautiful place yeah. I looked up some studios in Norway but Norway is incredibly expensive and I yeah. was like okay I won't be able to afford this I hadn't received any support for that at that yeah. point for yeah. for the album and uh, I mean it's not like Faroe Islands are cheap either and no, you no. know and and, and Taito was like you know he he actually got his his wife and his kid to, to leave the house for a few days so that we could all be there because I brought the percussionist wow. and I brought Danny this you know yeah. friend of mine who's yeah. a filmmaker and he and, and he was filming stuff yeah so you know so, so you know it was a big thing and yeah. I mean it wasn't free no, no, no. <laughs> but um it was totally worth it yeah and it was it's like we felt it very much at home 
and like uh, just a group of guys hanging you know, and, and trying out and then when i went back later just myself and uh -huh. to to co-produce or post-produce it you know this the things with with tie tour then then it was even it was even more fun yeah because then we could he has these like i said these analog machines yeah. and you just you know switch the buttons and yeah, yeah, change yeah. the cables and all these sounds are coming out and i'm like it's what's beautiful. happening and yeah, it's like yeah. yeah man i don't know either it's uh -huh. great yeah yeah it was an experience was something else it was different from the first album which is much more like here's a session yeah here you go let's record yeah. eight hours boom go home you know but this also represents like a different Raphael, right from 2016 where you were still studying at the music conservatory in denmark which yeah. is a big deal here mm. like it's really hard to get in and a lot yeah. of hopeful talented musicians i've heard, uh, I know, like year after year, kind of mm. tried to get into that school, but you did that. I also got rejected first. I oh mean, yeah. When I was recording the first album, I was I was studying Oldborg, uh, my bachelor, yes. And I mean, I I, I moved to Oldborg because of, of of the studies, right? Because yeah. I was living in somewhere in Shelland. Yeah. And, and because it was so difficult, and I remember I couldn't get in here in Copenhagen back then. Yeah. And I did get in in Oldborg, like. That's where we're moving. Yeah. And uh, and then all the musicians I met through the school. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this the now the new one. Yeah, it's because then I did come to Copenhagen and yeah. I did my masters here at the Rudmuske Music Conservatorium. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, like, uh, how how much different are you there? You're a bit more established in the new album. Like this is more mature, Raphael. <laughs> I don't know if more mature. I think. Cause uh, can can I just yeah. say? Because I was following you on social yeah. media uh -huh. uh, during the first lockdown, and I just saw you starting to produce a lot of poetry. Yeah. And it was beautiful, and it it kind of uh, it makes sense now when you're talking about you going to uh, the Dürrheim mm. uh, up north and just trying to find yourself uh, mm. in words and uh, I just love the poetry about it mm. and that's when I really started to get interested I was like wait a minute what's going on here because <laughs> you yeah. were trying to really get inspired again in, mm. a, in a society where everything was kind of locked down yeah, so. yeah, yeah. but but uh, I guess a lot of things happened to us all uh, after this uh, this whole lockdown situation but what would you say is uh, what's the main difference between you now and the 2016 you that's the a big question it is <laughs> but it's actually something i've thought about yeah and i think i mean the me in that album was me connecting to my roots in brazil was me looking back like the brazilian reviewer yeah. wrote you know like you know this guy who maybe you know, left it his country when he was so young and then it's like a nostalgic look like wow. and trying to reconnect and like hey i'm brazilian yeah. this is wh this is where i come from and yeah. you know because it's not like i moved when away when i was a child i was mm. 16 i was you know my i grew up in brazil yeah and um i really missed it you know and i still do but i've grown used to it yeah. over the years yeah. and i think that's where this english a tongue full of sons uh -huh. enters um it's it's me being okay with with being here and being who I am in Denmark, speaking in English yeah. or Danish, yeah. right on a daily basis, most of the time, and 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 appreciating the landscape around me. The new album that I've started recording already—it's going to be in Portuguese again and Spanish, Oy. but with a twist in the way that I'm going to be singing 
a lot more about Danish landscapes. That's what Corona did to me. Yeah. Was me being locked down in Denmark yeah. and discovering the, the, the details in the Danish landscapes yeah. and really falling in love with that. Like yeah. the way that I you know, used to look at the trees in the winter when yeah. they, you know, the leaves fell and I was like, ah, oh, I used to think that was depressive. Or Hate it. <laughs> yeah, but, but actually now I don't. Wow. I mean, especially after you turn, December is over, that's a dark time. And then January came this year, for example, and, and we had a lot of blue sky days. Yeah. And you have these naked you know, tr branches, yeah. you know, and, and they looked incredible and I've yeah. started to appreciate that yeah. kind of stuff. And now actually they're starting to get green again. And I'm like, oh no, wait, yeah. I, I yeah. miss, I like the, 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 the trees the way they are there. You know, yeah. the, those old oak trees. Yeah. Do you have like, they look like, you know, ants from Lord of the Rings or something, oh, yeah. you know, and, 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 and like this new album that I'm recording now yeah. is going to reflect a lot of that. Like I'm singing about blackbirds and 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 deer and and, and oak trees and and s flat fields yeah you know as opposed to that first album where it's where it's all about mountains and jungles right and then yeah. the second one which is the one coming out tomorrow which is a mix you know it's, it's still like me searching for the mountains but this time not in brazil anymore yeah. it's me in norway because that's where i go every summer for you know getting to the wilderness yeah. wilderness and stuff yeah, yeah so yeah it's me getting happy with who i am it's now instead of looking back into the past it's beautiful it's <laughs> uh, a tongue full of suns yeah as the, ti the title says uh so if we were to play a song for the listeners uh also from the 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 new album what should it be we should play the second one it's a song called the wanderer which i wrote in bolivia but the lyrics are totally about Norway <laughs> and it's uh, it's actually a music video coming out oh. soon yeah made by Daniel Oxenhandler this American friend